There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's September 8th, 1921, and another remarkable event is about to be uncovered by Aria, Rebecca, and Ali. The Retrospectors. When reporters from the local paper arrived to tell Washington, D.C. schoolgirl Margaret Gorman that she had been chosen to represent the city at beauty pageant in Atlantic City, they found her in the park playing marbles. But despite her naivete, or perhaps because of it, she would end up being crowned the first ever Miss America, or as it was less glamorously known at the time, Miss Intercity Beauty. <laughs> yeah, it was actually only meant to be one of a few of these sideline acts at this massive, quite kind of Mardi Gras-like beach festival that was called Fall Frolic. And as you say, it wasn't actually named Miss America at all yet. And the competition had been sponsored by local businesses in Atlantic City who were really just trying to encourage more people to come and to spend more money and to stay. Yeah, I mean, this is when doing a chronologically based show is quite informative, isn't it? Because here we are, the 8th of September. If you're in Atlantic City, the weather is starting to turn. The Labor Day weekend has ended. How do you get people to come to your beach resort when the main attraction for people, i.e. they have time off and it's warm, are vanishing. (laughs) (laughs) And so the idea of like a festival of events makes sense. And it was arranged actually first the previous year in 1920 was the first fall frolic, but there wasn't a beauty pageant at that one. Um, There was a rolling chair parade. Rolling chairs are these things they have in Atlantic City. It's a tradition there. It's kind of like a tuk-tuk that looks a bit more like a supermarket trolley that people push you along the pier in. When I first saw about the rolling chair parade, I thought they meant like people in wheelchairs. I'd pictured office chairs. We obviously need to do a rolling chair edition in the future, but they did evolve out of chairs for disabled people. But, you know, (laughs) another day. Mm. Yeah, so apparently somewhere along the way, a local hack called Harry Finley suggested that the next four frolics should include a beauty pageant. I mean, we all know that over the years, Miss America would take on a slightly less pervy overtone because they bring in talent elements, personality components. But this was a straight up who is the fittest girl in Atlantic City? Let's find out. <laughs> this was done through local newspapers. This wasn't conceived of, they didn't represent states. As the name implied, they represented their city. So city, city newspapers. Yeah. yeah. City newspapers put out calls for local girls to put themselves forward. And Margaret Gorman was actually, her photo was submitted by her parents. She was a high school student. She was 15 when she was chosen. I think she was 16 when she actually appeared. And she was one of six finalists who was chosen for Washington, D.C. They appeared around the city for the next few weeks. It's kind of unclear what exactly they doing but at the end of it margaret was named as the chosen miss washington and the trick was that the pr team who were behind this whole ruse had invited women from all of the places that were closest to atlantic city and so you had pretty much women coming from anywhere that punters would be able to reach atlantic city from and that's where they kind of drew their talent pool and so they ended up with this group of nine young women and girls considering the age margaret was at the time when this took place and they all made their entrance to the competition the day before today because it went across two days 
and they made their entrance on a barge headed up by Neptune, who was played by an octogenarian gunpowder magnate. <laughs> yeah, Hudson Maxim, not the inventor of the Maxim gun. That was his brother Hiram, but he was the inventor of smokeless gunpowder. Thank God, at last. <laughs> he had like a very deep stake in this whole full frolic. <laughs> it made sense, though, in practical terms for the contestants to be drawn from near-ish to Atlantic City, partly, as you were saying, Arian, to lure in some punters, but actually also because the top prize was... A vacation in Atlantic City, <laughs> which right. you'd maybe only be inclined to take if it wasn't too far away. Although there was another prize, which was a trophy worth around $1,500. If the winner won on three consecutive years, then they'd be allowed to keep the trophy. Otherwise, they had to return it. Nobody ever in the history of Miss America has won on three consecutive years. So that's never happened. Who is that beautiful for that long? It's impossible to be beautiful for three years in a row. <laughs> As I once they docked on the boardwalk, apparently to a crowd of about 60,000 people, according to a book called Live from Atlantic City by Armando Riveroll. The contestants then were conveyed along the boardwalk on a big float to Keith's Theatre. There was a packed auditorium waiting for them and a panel of judges. Three of the five were artists, so it seemed that that's what they're going for, artistic beauty. And the judging process took one hour, but seems to have consisted of just looking. It was just an hour (laughs) of the judges staring at them, is what it sounds like. (laughs) They really needed to work on some gimmicks and games to (laughs) kind of keep the punters interested, which I suppose they did over the years. But quickly, within this sort of, you know, hour-long staring competition, two front runners emerged. One was Margaret Gorman, and then the other one was Miss New York, Virginia Lee. And she was a blonde, 20 years old. A grizzled veteran of the beauty parade. (laughs) Exactly, yeah. I mean, practically dead. (laughs) But everyone knew that it was down to two, but then something happened that night. Yes, controversially, she was disqualified uh, the night before this day in history. So last night she was disqualified because she was deemed to be a professional. A professional beauty. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) because she'd appeared in some films. But also, shock horror, she was married. Well, in those days, if you weren't married at 20, you're going to be Miss on the Shelf. (laughs) (laughs) And also, I suppose, there was one extra component to her disqualification, which was that it turned out, and I don't know how they didn't clock this, until the night of the competition, but she had a close working relationship with the chief judge of the contest, who was the magazine illustrator, Howard Chandler Christie, and he had called her in the past my most marvellous model. (laughs) So... (laughs) You know, there was a reason maybe for her to bow out. And although, obviously, at this point, they were still very much figuring out how the contest was going to work, one thing they did have was, in its own way, they had a swimwear round. On the 8th of September in the morning, there was a bather's review, a parade along the beach in swimwear. Interestingly, (laughs) the rules specifically prohibited men in drag, and Gorman took part in this. And this was really where her difference from the other contestants emerged. Some of the more worldly contenders dared to violate the city's decency ordinances by strutting bare-legged on the beach. But Margaret opted for woolen leggings and a tiered chiffon skirt. <laughs> that was popular beachwear at the time. If you look up the picture, you can see that it is actually nicer than it sounds. She had laced-up boots on her feet and this kind of cute fabric belt and headband combo, whereas some of the other contestants had embraced more of the flapper fashions. They were still new and controversial. Contestants were forbidden to wear makeup or wear their hair in the racy new bob. 
Although when you look at the photos, a couple of them do have borderline bobs. So Margaret Gorman was then emerging as this quite pure, old-fashioned, modest girl. She looked like Mary Pickford a little bit, who was the big screen star of the time. She had long golden ringlets, you know, sort of stood in contrast from the modern woman with her bob and her cigarettes. I mean, we know about this because it became a significant event because Miss America got televised in 1954. And then by the 1960s, three out of every four households in the United States were watching. Wow. But the seeds of the kind of woman they were looking for is right there in 1921. Mm. The president of the American Federation of Labor told the New York Times after Norman's win that she, quote, represented the type of woman that America needs, strong, red-blooded, able to shoulder the responsibilities of homemaking and motherhood. It is in her type that the hope of the country rests. Bear in mind, she was 15. Yeah. <laughs> a literal schoolgirl. Women who like marbles. <laughs> They've got to look good in a swimsuit and they've got to somehow be natural and homely. And that's been the tension that's in Miss America ever since, isn't it? Right. The Washington Post said that the competition set up these impossible ideals where, in their words, the women try to prove themselves the loveliest, the sweetest and the most talented, yet also the most natural, the most down to earth, the most themselves, and where it would become imperative not to seem to try too hard, even though obviously they were. And I think that that has carried on through all mm. of the years. It's kind of this this idea that these are just the most natural beauties that, whoa, whoa, I've just ended up on this stage and turns out yeah. <laughs> I am phenomenally good looking. Whereas <laughs> yeah. actually they've entered a cutthroat competition. For, right, trained for you know, weeks from, beforehand. From their, for their whole lives. <laughs> I mean, I do wonder in 2022 whether it's even possible to make that divide between the professional beauties and the average woman. I just feel that if these days you try to just pick... Even keep in mind that people have to volunteer. You can't just pick them off the street. The mm. kind of people who would volunteer would be people who are already influenced by those beauty standards so much. You know... Mm. You could have fillers, you could have work done. I just don't feel like that it is such a clear divide anymore between the handful of professional beauties on screen and then the mass of people at home. Yeah, this year it really feels like it would just be a competition of the Kardashian alikes because yeah. <laughs> everyone's kind of ch- turned themselves into that. Yes, exactly. I mean, you wonder whether someone who's done a sex tape, for example, would be scorned upon these days. I don't know. Is she married? But certainly, you know, you'd have expected someone to be posting cleavage shots on Instagram. That's all par for the course, right? Whereas then this would have been very controversial. I mean, my favourite controversy of all of Miss America looking through this is 1935, when Miss Pittsburgh, Henrietta Lever, was found to have posed nude for a statue. (laughs) Can you imagine? What moral degradation can the country deal with here? She should definitely have been in five layers of chiffon minimum. (laughs) She got out of it by saying her grandmother had been present at the sitting. Well, that's just raising more questions. (laughs) Tomorrow. You will pull the throttle back as far as you possibly can to get them up to speed and then you will jump out at the last possible moment. Love the show? Support the show. Patreon.com slash retrospectors. Part of the ACAST Creator Network. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.